0: podcast and what's potentially... going on everybody oh, three yeah, for three baby Woo.
1: 2023
0: is this podcast year <laughs> i just have to say there you go
1: potentially internet issues um that intro video was stuttering like crazy so uh you know the show might just cut off all of a sudden who knows <laughs>
0: That's all right. Like, what are you gonna do, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and thanks everyone for coming in from Chasing Dragonflies uh, stream. Thanks for rating. Um,
0: Thank you so for rating everybody.
1: We we survived the week. Uh, last yeah, we didn't last get canceled. Episode was yeah, was quite um, was quite spicy, and uh, we're still here.
0: <laughs> yes, we are yes we are <laughs> we cannot we are um, uncancelable. <laughs>
1: don't say that there's gonna be something someone's gonna be like episode 55 at one hour and two minutes <laughs> you said <laughs> oh boy yeah something's gonna something's gonna happen but um anyways uh this week should be a little bit less controversial Um, we're, we're sort of sticking to our conventional programming. Um, I might have a hot take for, for one of the news things, but, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes down. Um, Eric, what's your, what's your drink of choice for today?
0: So today, excuse me, now that the foam is gone, I'm uh, sticking with the Souk Oceanside, uh, yeah. Oceanside Brewing Company, which is. Just near Victoria. Uh, It is called the Renfrew Red Ale. And I just love that label. Like, look at that label. So So cool. Right on the, you know, the coast line, right? Uh, This is awesome. I had one actually just before the podcast and I love it. uh, So the description is the use of caramel malts and roast barley given Renfrew Red is extraordinary color. Medium bodied and mildly sweet, this Irish ale goes down smooth with notes of caramel and malt. Uh, it's a pub style ale, so that's the color, nice and red, and uh, it's quite delicious. Master Chem,
1: nice, nice, nice. Mm. Uh, Chasing dragonflies finally made it. I think it's just the internet, maybe in Toronto, because like your internet seems to be like messed up. My internet during the intro video was all messed up. <laughs> I think Eric's internet's fine, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe
0: it's just the green energy out here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe, just more efficient internet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into some music talk. So, uh, what have we been listening to this past week, Eric? What,
0: so, I'm right? actually excited to talk about. Uh, this week, so one album was actually not that bad. It kind of reminded me of the best way I could describe it. It's like some 41 uh, decided to play pirate style, like <laughs> punk. And
1: uh, Wait, what, what is
0: this? Uh, so the artist is called Anti Flag, it's a punk band.
1: Okay, okay, Anti Flag. Yeah. Yes, okay. So they Do have I a new album, a album out.
0: Yeah, Lies They Tell Our Children. And uh it is it, it's all it's actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie like it's not too bad. I quite enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect so um, but i I quite enjoyed it. so I would check it out uh just picture some forty one with a bit of a pirate theme to it and uh That's yeah, funny. it's awesome
1: oh, okay. now I got confused because like this al- album was on our short list, but it didn't make the the final cut because it was mm-hmm. released in uh it was in January. I was like, I swear like it was on our list at some point. But uh yeah, it's I'm on sure. it was on the short list. We just never Well maybe later in the year if we have space, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: We'll see. But uh it, it was awesome. I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh but the one that I'm I was really happy about, it just came out like a couple days ago. Uh it's by L King, Rob Schneider's daughter. Looks exactly like Rob Schneider. I know I have to always mention that because it's hilarious. Uh, but it's, uh, and I love this album name. I love the album name. I think it's very clever. Come get your wife. <laughs> Look. And it's, uh, so uh, L King, those of you who don't know, uh, she does that song X's and O's. So, that oh. famous song. Uh, so yes, uh, she kind of has that like bluesy kind of rock about her which I like, Uh, but this album, she's gone more country than she usually does, even though it's still listed, I think, as an alternative album under alternative music. But uh, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, There's some good tunes on here. Uh, There are some good songs that were like hilarious. Uh, uh, The one famous song and single on this album is uh, Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. Uh, which is awesome but yeah it's it's awesome check it out uh plays with a couple country is it
1: super is it super rednecky
0: oh 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 oh. i I just heard is it and then it stopped
1: is is it super rednecky no oh okay because from the titles it sounds like it (laughs)
0: It does. And then the, the actual album art, it's uh, it's her like outside a trailer and there's like a Pontiac Sunfire <laughs> right herself. Uh, but I, okay. I just love it because she really plays into that kind of like trailer trash role but more in a comedic way uh, So, uh, okay. which I kind of I, I think it's very cleverly done uh, but uh, check it out uh, tons of famous uh, country artists. Miranda Lambert makes a debut on that song Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home and then uh, worth a shot with uh, Dirks Bentley. So, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. How about you? Nice.
1: Um, same old, to be honest. Like I just let YouTube's algorithm just like. Actually, that's a lie. Um, this, I guess, this is sort of a segue to the news, but uh, I might as well mention it here. But Google, they released a, a new AI called Music LM. Uh, So it can generate long pieces of musical um, music compositions from text prompts. So you basically give it like a a phrase or a sentence Um, or even uh, or give it like a whistled melody or hummed melody and it'll actually like compose a whole song for you. So I've been listening to that stuff. It's not it's not that I enjoyed it. I was just more interested to see like what it was. It's yeah, it's like. Best way to describe it is it's at the level of like maybe low tier video game music, like sort of just background music or elevator music would be a a good way to do it, man. We're just losing. I'm just losing internet connection all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, but I feel like I feel like that might be me on my end. We'll see. We'll see what happens on. Um i oh, will see what happens on the Twitch side, but if this like keeps lagging then maybe we'll we'll try something else. But uh Yes. Uh but yeah. <laughs> I assume you missed all of that.
0: <laughs> Is anybody watching this live and seeing this same issue as we're having here? Maybe That's what I want to know.
1: Maybe you should pull up maybe you should pull up the live stream on your end and see if um <laughs> I'll see do if that it's will do that right now. Because I'm not, I'm not Let's locally see. recording this. Maybe I should have, but too late now. Um,
0: <laughs> Neither am I. Me. So we would only get your audio, wouldn't we?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's okay. No worries. Uh, but yeah, listening okay. to some like AI music by Google, and it's like, it's sort of mindless to be honest. Um, okay. Oh, there is lag. There is lag. Chasing giant fly okay. says there is lag. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, maybe we have to call the episode early. It's not too bad.
0: Well, we'll try. We'll try, everybody. We'll (laughs) sail the seas to that red, red fruit sails, and we'll see what happens.
1: (laughs) Hold on, let me just check one. The audio is lagging behind the video. That must be annoying. Let's see if I can
0: quickly. That drives me nuts, especially when you're streaming something like a movie. Like you just can't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The thing is, like yesterday, we were playing around with uh, my OBS settings,
0: also. So okay. maybe that might be it. Uh, so but... I while you anyways while you figure that out, or oh, you already done.
1: Uh, I need like ten seconds.
0: Sure, I'll I'll tell a little story. Uh, so one of our new guys that are at my job um he's starting to like warm up to people now like you know when you start somewhere new you're quiet you don't really say anything and you're just trying to get the dynamics of everybody the group you should say well this guy he's just like you know like we've been working with him for about a year now right so he's he's actually starting to like have his own voice and everything like that and he's like he's actually a really funny guy but he goes up to me he's like eric you like music don't you and i'm like yeah and he's like, "Can you guess what song this is?" And he starts singing a song from <laughs> uh, the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Joseph and the Technicolor what? Dreamcoat. Joseph
1: and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> yeah,
0: I just started laughing. It's like, what? But he sang it so off key that I had no idea what he was. I was just <laughs> like, I, I recall those lyrics somewhere. And he's like, you, "Have you never seen the Joseph and the Technicolor Dream?" coat and i was like and i just started laughing i couldn't stop laughing uh so that was last night at like three in the morning i just could not hold it i in. wonder why I that's
1: so... why that's the choice mm-hmm. like like why is that I the, just, the song I was that like is wanna, that your like, like favorite
0: like thing and he's like no i just figured that you might know it because you like music like,
1: okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't say every musician likes uh, <laughs> musicals, much less a specific musical, but okay. Uh,
0: I thought it, I could not stop laughing. It, like, you know that point when you're tired and you just mm. like, it was just so stupid, but I just, I just couldn't stop. <laughs> I was crying. That's so crying. Funny. That's so, oh <laughs> man.
1: Um, yes. Chasing Dragonflies, please keep us updated if, uh, if, the stream does end up being bust then uh might as well not talk into the void and have a, a wasted episode <laughs> um but let's let's move on um let's move on to the next segment it's pretty short today in music history today is January 30th and it's a birthday 1951 Ooh. Phil Collins is born in London England <laughs> That's the most unfortunate part about Phil Collins is that he's always going to be remembered for that drum <laughs> fill. Like the simplest drum and fill in the world. Else. <laughs> nothing, yeah, else. nothing else. See,
0: <laughs> when we were having that discussion before about like famous people like just falling by the wayside with our future generations, <laughs> like I feel like everything that Phil Collins did Like, all his good work, it's going to be forgotten about, except for that one drum fill. Like, (laughs)
1: Phil Collins was the drummer for Genesis, a prog rock band, so he knows how to play really complicated stuff. And yet, he's he's going to be known for a Ringo Starr Uh, (laughs) style of playing. (laughs) Yeah, like the simplest drum fill in the world. (laughs) <laughs> it's so ridiculous but um anyways 1951 phil collins born in london england and uh eric i lost you for like two frames but you're back oh. so
0: no it's all right i got gotcha. you <laughs> so
1: jason dragonflies <laughs> wants to know if he has any other songs yeah he does he has the whole tarzan <laughs> the disney tarzan track yeah. he has a whole di- a f- whole film he's written music for um he has Genesis. Boy. All all those songs. Oh, and I'm losing Eric again. We'll see. The he renewal. has all of Genesis and then he has the rest of his like solo career. Right? He didn't stop releasing albums after he released In the Air Tonight. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the only song he made. He's a one hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think he has like a greatest hits that are just filled with number one songs. I'm pretty sure. No, it's
0: just one song. It's just one song on the album.
1: <laughs> um, also on this day, 1958 Elvis Presley's jailhouse rock enters the UK charts at number one. This makes it the first song to debut at the number one spot on the UK charts. Previously, no mm-hmm. song has ever debuted at number one, which is wild to think about. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Also on this in 1973, KISS play their very first concert performing at the Popcorn Club in Queens, New York. They wear makeup on stage, but not the look they become known for. That's some like crazy vision. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons from gig number one are already wearing makeup.
0: Mm Mm-hmm i think he he like he knew like gene simmons is very good at like marketing especially like when yeah. it comes to music right uh but it was literally like he knew that it was going to be so out there like it's so out there that what was that show yeah. no cut Co- was it called no cover uh that show where they had all those uh, bands play we talked yeah, about it on the no podcast here, the
1: that, one on youtube
0: yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, and and so i remember alice cooper even said like you have to be so strange and so mysterious and so weird that people find it interesting right and they can't Mm. just look away still
1: yep uh 1984 kid cuddy is born in cleveland ohio um if you want some like mod Mm. he's sort of old now but I'd still consider him more of the, like the up and comings hip hop people. Um, So modern hip hop, if you want just some like good Kurt Cobain ask hip hop, Kid Cudi's where you want to go to. I feel like (laughs) right on. It's not all that. Yeah. It's not all about like wealth and like bitches and hoes and stuff. It's like, I'm, I'm (laughs) depressed and I'm on drugs and I'm addicted and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. um also on the state 1999 britney spears debut single baby one more time goes to number one
0: that bloody song
1: yeah that song like it shouldn't be as catchy as it is because it's in that like minor key and it's like that baby Mm -hmm. voice that she does but i don't know there's something there's something strange about that one Yep. (laughs) uh and finally on this day 2016 uh david bowie's black star hits number one 20 days after his death it's bowie's first number one album in the states wow i really like black star that's a good album (laughs) i'm i don't know with david this is where i get into conspiracy theory but like I'm inclined to think that he, like, euthanized himself. Like, Mm. how did he... It's just too much of a coincidence that he had this album on a specific release schedule, and he released it, like, when he died. Like, it's too much of a coincidence for me. That's my conspiracy theory about David Mm. Bowie's death. I'm pretty... I, I think... He specifically chose the day he was going to die and he like set up his his album to come out on that day.
0: So I figured out why we're having a terrible internet connection is because that tinfoil hat yeah. on your head is getting away <laughs> <laughs> getting in the way of the signals.
1: <laughs> that's that's probably like my craziest theory that I actually believe, or partially
0: believe anyways. That's an interesting theory. <laughs> Like one, some would wonder like these like genius artists that come up with great music. And then like, I could see somebody maybe like, I would, maybe I would say David Bowie. David Bowie might be the type of guy that would make an album and be like, this shall only be released when I die. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yep. David Bowie would be that person. Um. Cool. So that's today in music history. Uh, Jason Tranfly says it's too coincidental. <laughs>
0: See? I'm down to start believing. See, this is how rumors start.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start. People, I'm going to convert. I'm going to convert like the world.
0: troll everybody around us. And we say these <laughs> things and people are like, really? Where did you hear that? Oh, I heard it from some <laughs> legit place. You don't even have to mention where you <laughs> got it from. <laughs> hey, did you hear that David like <laughs>
1: Um all right, let's get into some of the music news uh, that happens. So, um I don't have the money for this, but Mick Jagger is launching his own line of harmonicas. It's a limited edition line. Mm-hmm. Only 2,500 units will be produced for each of the 10 major diatonic keys it will come in. So like C, C sharp, D. Because you need a a harmonica for every key, basically. Um, But each is about 60 British pounds. So each harmonica is going to cost you like 100 Canadian. (laughs) And I... Lost Eric for like two seconds right there.
0: I got so 60 British pounds. That would be like what? Like almost double? 100 100 Canadian, roughly. 100 Canadian? Just for Mick Jaggers. Per
1: harmonica. Per harmonica.
0: Per harmonica. Wow. Yep. Like, I mean, like if you're a huge Rolling Stone fan, like I feel like that's like a, and you're a musician too. I feel like you'd be justified spending that. You're like, "Oh, I gotta get the Mick Jagger one." But I'd be in, I'd be intrigued because like uh I find the signature series are cool, but you're usually getting like the standard model.
1: Right, it's just a paint job basically.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: maybe. Anyways, if you wanted all 10 of them, it'll cost you about 1000 Canadian in total for the whole harmonica set which is like
0: that's expensive (laughs) yeah i can't believe it like like how old is he he must be like almost 80 soon
1: 80 something yeah 80
0: yeah because he came out with a song for a new show i'm watching called slow horses on apple tv and he actually wrote the theme song for it and it was like two years ago he wrote the song and i was just like isn't he freaking like
1: almost dead (laughs) i mean i mean keith richards wants to release another album they're they're talking about releasing another rolling stones album that's crazy yeah jesus
0: or maybe Um, yeah we're thinking of releasing one but they have an album ready to go already that they recorded in 1990 and they're gonna release Mm, it when one of them dies and being like, yeah, we, we recorded this. This is uh this is a great this is our best <laughs> album yet. We're waiting till we all <laughs> died.
1: <laughs> um, all right, another news and this is sort of I think the next three or so are all basically related but all like independent news uh topics but this all happened within the last week or so uh so the very first one the 50th anniversary of dark side of the moon is coming up uh for pink floyd so pink floyd have released a new 50th anniversary logo to go with it i'm actually going to show it on screen right now so that is the brand new logo for the 50th anniversary dark side of the moon um but (laughs) For some reason, some people on the internet are complaining of the rainbows oh, in the logo.
0: Heard about uh, this. Some
1: might say they are outraged and are boycotting the band because they think it is some sort of political social agenda for <laughs> K-Rights.
0: So I heard about this, but I, na- I didn't see what the logo was. I thought that they were actually attacking oh, like so the stupid. Pink Floyd shirts. Like the old, like the actual no. album, like the album cover. I was just like, no. how could you be mad at that? Like no. that's no, like, and it's literally like a color spectrum. But th- I, I could yeah. see why a little bit. But I, I feel like they should have just put a fifty in their album art cover. But that's my opinion. So, but literally, like
1: I, I... the the original album is a freaking
0: like prism. Looking simple. With... Yeah, it's a, it's just a pathetic prism. Like, 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 I feel like this is a terrible marketing, like, picture, (laughs) logo.
1: Yeah, no, the, the logo itself is, is horrible. The, yeah, Yeah. it's not good, but like, it clearly isn't a statement. It's just freaking dark side of the moon with a prison prism. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's craziness. (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah, chasing draft flies. Just to clarify, I'm pretty sure like Roger Waters is not making a statement here. It's literally just because the original album is a color spectrum. Yeah, and people are just like going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh people are just like, I mean, like you so shouldn't people, be so one. People, shouldn't are be... Boy,
0: people are boycotting this because they think it's disrespectful too.
1: No, no, people are being uh homophobic and saying like bands shouldn't be making oh
0: okay well okay (laughs) i i see where you're going okay so if if it is if it was for that reason which i agree i doubt uh then sure go for it that's awesome but i just still think that they could have done a better job making the logo yes (laughs) because the logo is no
1: the logos it just it just
0: looks bad (laughs)
1: right (laughs) Make a make a better
0: effort so
1: yeah it's it's not good but people on the internet need to chill about this it's not like (laughs) it's stupid it kind of looks like uh
0: it almost looks like kind of like uh i don't know like if you're buying like a product on like amazon (laughs) or something and like but but this is like the second hand version of the product like that's what it looks like i'm i'm like getting a like imitation pink floyd
1: (laughs) but it's not good um anyways uh to the second uh related thing so uh in other canceling news the trans cultural mindfulness alliance uh twitter account Uh, is calling for the 1968 song You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin to be removed from both Apple Music and Spotify as they deem its lyrics offensive. Quote, Aretha Franklin's 1968 song Natural Woman perpetuates multiple harmful anti-trans stereotypes. There is no such thing as a natural woman. It is not clear if this is a parody account or a legit statement.
0: I, that's like, a little bit far. Like I, I don't know.
1: Obviously, we're no experts on like trans you know, rights or like pronouns all. and all that stuff, but like, oh my god, like this is taking it too far.
0: All right, I I have like, no problem. I have no problem. You want to, like, make your own songs, make whatever. But like, that's a pretty like significant song in musical history. I feel like and no just one's
1: with... no one's listening to this like no one's listening to the song and going out and say oh now i hate trans people because aretha franklin you know this this is my marching song and like mm. it's so ridiculous Absolutely. uh chasing dragonflies heard it was a parody account yeah that's what they're claiming now but uh if you look through like the history of the accounts it, it doesn't seem like a parody account they seem mm. to just be calling themselves a parody account to uh, avoid the backlash but like even even these parody like, like
0: if if it is a parody account that pisses me off too because then it's just like okay like yeah. like can you just fuck off <laughs> right like nobody <laughs> wants to listen to your opinion if you're trying to like be comedic about this whole thing right like oh yeah. I don't know I don't know maybe I mean I yeah, th- I feel like ridiculous. the older I get the more like the less patience <laughs> I have with certain things <laughs> like just just yeah. be friendly just be friendly to everybody let's just get along and work together (laughs) come on yeah but that's all you know
1: it's easy simple (laughs) and uh finally in in other cancellation news pantera or at the very least uh what's been put together as uh the lineup of pantera um has had three of their upcoming gigs canceled in what appears to be a response to the backlash from frontman phil ensemble's 2016 incident where he gave a nazi salute and shouted white power at one of his shows Are um, you serious? <laughs> i'll go through the backstory of that because i actually vividly remember when this happened but um in current times the The gigs are actually pretty big gigs one of them is just like a a random um in vienna it's vienna's gasometer is the venue uh but the other ones are festival spots at the uh at germans rock am ring and rock im park which are pretty big festivals uh in europe so, uh, Pantera have been booted from those three shows. No word as to what happens with the rest of the tour uh, and the rest of the shows. I'm sure it's up to the individual promoters. Uh, but specifically for the German Rock Am Ring and Rock Am Park festivals, uh, their replacements uh, are going to be Foo Fighters. Um, and strangely enough, uh, Dave Grohl has not announced uh, a drummer uh, yet, even though they are mm. confirmed for the, those shows. But. Going back to what is uh, what is being called Pantera today, and <laughs> maybe this is just like a one-sided conversation because I'm like super, I'm not super into Pantera, but I'm, I'm a decent fan of Pantera. Mm-hmm. Um, today's version of Pantera is basically just Phil Anselmo, the, uh, the lead singer, uh, because Dimebag, Daryl Guitar, and uh, his brother on drums, uh, they both passed away. One, one was shot on stage. Uh, the other one, a heart attack, I believe um and then rex brown the bass player i believe he got covid recently so he's not on the lineup so it's just the lead singer mm-hmm. plus uh, i think zach wild's actually um the guitar player for pantera right now which is which i think is pretty fitting to be honest but uh back in 2016 uh i forget which show it was i think it was an actual Dimebag daryl tribute uh concert uh at the end of the show phil for one, he was drunk out of his mind he was very clearly drunk out of his mind but he started shouting white power to the crowd and he was giving the nazi salute as the show was ending um which i guess is a bigger conversation about the metal community in general because i remember at the time um guys like uh Rob Flynn from Machine Head was just like this is a this is a huge uh problem in the metal community all these white people blah 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 and then other people who are just a bit more conservative were like ah this is an isolated incident this is not how like the overall community is and maybe mm-hmm. maybe in a future episode we could go through like the specifics of that but um for this one specifically With Pantera being kicked out of these uh, shows, to me, it seems a bit strange that they hired Pantera in the first place because, like, those 2016 incidents were huge incidents as soon Mm -hmm. as it happened. It's not like no one knew about it and today someone's like, oh, remember, (laughs) I'll show you like the secret video and like this is what happened, right? Those were big things like a long time ago not a long time ago but a decent time ago so like it shouldn't have gone to this point if you're okay with phil's uh actions when you hired pantera you should i feel like you should sort of carry through with it yeah Uh, because you clearly would know that
0: this happened yeah that's 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 a good point like, like, especially like if you're bringing these people into Germany, which I feel like it's it's a pretty like, it's a soft like I forgot about H- that. Hitler is a is a soft topic in the general country, right?
1: Yeah. Because
0: they're they're yeah. like we have, we don't want to associate with him at all. We don't want Germany now to yep. be associated with him, which is fair, which is completely fair. So I feel like that's a yep. pretty like. That's a pretty big risk, even if you're like, even if the band was like, ah, oh, we're not doing that anymore, <laughs> right? Uh, but, yeah. but yes, I I agree. The metal community can be terrifying for this reason, chasing <laughs> dragonflies. Right.
1: Yeah, uh, like, without a doubt, certain aspects of the metal community are going to be like that because there are mm-hmm. sub-genres of metal that are specifically called, like, Nazi metal or neo-Nazi metal. Like, there's actual bands who identify with that sub-genre of music, which is, in my opinion, well, should be most people's opinion, but that's pretty messed up, that there is actually yeah. bands specifically that identify that way. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my, and I, I led off with this at the top and this is going to be my hot of tonight and it's probably not going to be the most popular thing but in phil's specific <laughs> oh <my> case <laughs> and and i and i realize i'm not giving the full context of everything i'm just stating this um specifically his actions in 2016 for me although very offensive obviously very racist anti-semitic all those things for me phil has never been Like the history of Pantera, he's never been what you would say an intellectual person. So for me, when he shouts out white power into a crowd, he thinks it's funny. Mm. Right. He's not saying it because he believes it. Well, at least that's my perception of it. I don't think he actually believes in that stuff. He just likes getting a rise out of people and it makes him laugh. So that's Mm. sort of where he's coming from rather than from a place of like hate and like discrimination, which is not really an excuse for what he did. But for me, because I love Pantera, like Pantera is a band. Like I grew up on Mm. that and it was like, they're just such a good band. If you listen to any of their, like they have a weird history in terms of like their catalog. But if you listen to the like really heavy Mm. stuff, like it's some of the best, some of the best groove metal that exists. I, but then you have like this happen, and it's just like, oh man, can I still like this band after like mm-hmm. this jackass?
0: like and, and it me? goes back to that question that we've had multiple times or discussions multiple times on this podcast, where it's just like, can you listen to a musician's music or a band's music right. uh, with their? terrible background. Like, and I know, like, we've t- like, I'm just going to use John Mayer as an as an example. And it's really nowhere near <laughs> yeah, compared right. to the topic we're talking about. But you know how right. he, you know, he's a womanizer and all that stuff. But I still like his music. Yeah. I think his music is amazing. I know some people don't listen to his music. But I, I just feel like, like even if you're doing it a joking way, especially like in today's age, like, like, it's just like the wounds are so fresh that we just need to we need to focus on on healing these wounds before we can even start joking, joking. It's it's like that classic line. He goes, you know, Mm. this, you know, one day you're going to look back at this incident and you're going to laugh at it, right? Like, like whatever happens in your own life, right? And I'm not talking about this specific incident, but um, but you do like we need to heal as as a world in order before we can start making any kind of kind of thing but i i, I just feel like he should know better but but i mean like like and it, and it just baffles me that he did this because it's it's like like him doing that is on wrong on so many levels <laughs> like <they're> like <laughs> and 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 the, the reason like the reason why yes. i bring up the hitler thing in germany is because like that's not even like the biggest issue i would say that's like just like that's like the country's issue that has the problem with that but but there's like just so many bigger issues on this so that that's my opinion of it but yeah yeah
1: like since that since 2016 honestly i've personally had a struggle and it's like do i still listen like i will definitely still put on like a pantera song here and there but like Man, always when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, but but he did this. <laughs> it's always in the back of my mind, which sort of sucks. Because like Cowboys from Hell is a freaking masterpiece of a riff. Like Walk or Mouth of War or like just like all these songs that they have in their catalog. It's just like these are freaking awesome songs. You know, I, I don't listen I to metal
0: often. But I love the guitar tone for Dimebag Daryl. I think it's it's so oh, unique. So so it's good. so awesome, right? But but that's, that's the thing, though, right? Like, when they do this like this, you kind of feel like, oh, like, I don't know what to do, right? Because I like the songs, but, you know. But, yeah.
1: Anyways, um, <laughs> I guess better late than never, but, um, you know you have to live with your con with your actions the consequences of your actions yeah. so i don't really have a problem with promoters kicking off uh current pantera off their off their lineup probably should have done it up front it seems probably bit... should
0: never even hired them but hey
1: yeah it seems a bit late but okay sure um but anyways so that was sort of the the three groups of cancellation stories that happened in this past. Could you past, could you
0: imagine though dealing with that as like a publicity manager? You're like that, just that nightmare. You're just like, wait, what? You're like you get that phone call at like night. You're like, wait, what? What happened? What did they do? What, yeah. what is going on? Like, oh god, that would be <laughs> terrible to deal with. It's madness. But, yeah,
1: yeah. The problem second problem to that is phil during Hmm. early 2000s even up to probably that incident 2016 vocally this man was horrible like this man did not take care of his body or his vocals and he sounded like absolute garbage but if you listen to him now maybe a year two years uh prior he sounds phenomenal Hmm. like he's he's like back in shape he's got his vocal cords back like he just can he can sing like no other business like it's he's so much better than he was 10 years ago that's Mm. another problem because he's now better also (laughs) anyways off of the pantera Mm. stuff let's let's move on um oh meatloaf's live band have released a new version of Bad Out of Hell with American oh, cool. Idol winner Caleb Johnson on vocals. Uh, so they're working on actually re-recording the whole Bad Out of Hell album, but they have released the original single Bad Out of Hell, um, and they have corrected an uh, an issue that was on the original recording, which I didn't realize this happened. So the 1977 uh, original recording of Bad Out of Hell, the song... Uh, needed to be sped up because the side A of the vinyl couldn't fit all the songs on the <laughs> album. So they hmm. artificially sped up the song and it got pitched up to the key of F. The, key, the song was recorded in E, but because they had to speed it up so much, it got pitched up to F. Wow. So now the new version that they have now recorded, uh, they decided to re-record it in F and not artificially speed it up.
0: Wow, I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? That that might change the whole feel of the song. <laughs> I know, cause that
1: song is fast.
0: <laughs> hmm. Man, that's that's unbelievable. So, yeah. the the single is out now.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah, specifically Battle of Hell, the song is out. It's released, so you can go listen to it.
0: I'm adding this to my list right now because I I don't want to, I got to listen to this because I think I love Meatloaf. Meatloaf is awesome. And, and especially this song. But if, if you're talking about this, sped it up like this could be a whole new song. That's crazy. I always wondered why. I always wonder why he
1: sang so high on Bad Out of Hell. I was like, oh, those are like high notes, even for him. Um, But I didn't know about this whole like backstory of it, which is pretty cool. (laughs)
0: Mm. Um, Does it have like, who's it by? Who's the guy's name?
1: I I don't know the, the live band's name. I'm sure a quick Google search will will give you that. But the live band has like it's going under a different name, yeah. But uh, Caleb Johnson on vocals, who's the I think the most recent American Idol winner or a past (laughs) one? I'm not really sure. I don't watch American Idol show like (laughs) like a decade ago. um in other news sir paul mccartney recently went back to abbey road studios uh while he was there he decided to recreate the beatles iconic album cover of him crossing the road uh but while he attempted to do this uh, a car a car almost ran him over
0: (laughs) i'm sorry that's a a car almost one guy that's so pathetic
1: But uh, yeah, we almost lost Paul McCartney because he almost got run over while trying to recreate the album cover. (laughs) That's so lonely.
0: So lonely. Just, just Paul McCartney walking across the street. You got to take off that tinfoil hat now, man. (laughs) You and your imitation Paul McCartney.
1: Um, in other news, there are rumors of Oasis being uh reunited very soon. Uh so with Noel's recent divorce becoming public, uh there's a lot of speculation that there might be something in the works. Uh to the point that Liam Gallagher has gone to Twitter to announce that his brother called him after 10 years of not talking to each other, apologizing, and a promise to catch up in the future. So, Oasis mm. reunion might be in the works. Eric would you go to Oasis if they reformed? Let's say it's uh it's 350 Canadian for nosebleeds.
0: I probably would.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> I think I would too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I feel like we would just for the sake of the podcast, we can we can bill it. <laughs> It'll be a business. Yeah, we can trip. expense it. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just with all the money we're making <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, <laughs> Oasis reunited, like Noel and Liam on the same stage. That would be, that would be crazy.
0: That would be unreal. I, I would, Yeah, I think it's just because Oasis is such a good band. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, yeah, I would, I would spend it. Even though like you're knowing that it might like, there's a possibility it won't be the same, right?
1: yeah that's true i feel like it yeah because liam doesn't hit the high notes anymore he sings in a lower range Mm -hmm. and uh and i don't think oasis has ever been known as like a great live band have they like they're not showman people
0: no but but it's just the music right like just to say that i got to see oasis right that's all you're really going um (laughs) I, I think like they're just hilarious. <laughs> like these two guys, <laughs> Liam and Noel. Yeah. Um, I love that video you sent me over Christmas. Uh I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast, but Kem sends me this video <laughs> over Christmas. And it was it it was Noel, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it was Noel. Yeah, it was Noel Yeah, it was, it
0: was Noel Gallagher talking about how shit and boring Christmas is. <laughs> and how it's how like the holidays are boring, <laughs> and it was just—it was so funny because it's it's such a typical Gallagher thing to do. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Chasing Dragonflies is coming to to the Oasis reunion tour yeah. also. So, yeah, it's got if if it ever does happen, uh, it'll be hard mm-hmm. to get tickets, but I think I would bite the bullet.
0: Yeah, I would too, a hundred percent.
1: Um, in technology news a new music discovery app called s'mores has been released it works like a tiktok feed but specifically for music it suggests to you a short clip of a song based on your listening history and if you like it it will add it to your spotify accounts api and help spotify one create better playlists for you and two better suggest new songs for you hmm i don't know if i would ever use it to be honest but it's interesting just like a, a random just a feed and you go you're basically like swiping on it it's an interesting idea
0: it, it is an interesting idea like again this is my age talking i i just feel like there's just so much of this stuff that it's just like like i i recently got a kindle right on boxing day and <laughs> like it's like sign up for goodreads and i was like what the hell is goodreads and it's an application it's a social media application where you can go on and make friends with people who like the same books as you do and then you can review it. and so it's just like <laughs> i just got it to read books. So That's all i got it for i don't give a shit about this like get me off it right like i i just feel like this is another another thing right like hmm. i feel like there's just so much stuff that they're making that they're like we got to make another, another thing that you can hit like and subscribe on. Right. So.
1: Yeah. Honestly, with music though, like let's say we were growing up, like we were kids today. I don't even know how you start like going through the back catalog of recorded music and like, like just figuring out like what's good, what's not, what you like, what you don't like, like, it must be an astronomical task to like oh Black Sabbath, Oasis, Rage Against the Machine, yeah, Soundgarden, like just going through all of these like like John Coltrane, Miles Davis, like mm-hmm. the That's task. That's a good is point. Like for me, even me like trying to figure out like. Duke Ellington's whole catalog is daunting because it's just, there's so much of it and I Mm -hmm. don't have the time to get through his catalog and also like Dolly Parton's catalog. Like today, I I
0: don't even know how I would do it. You make a very valid point with that. You do make a very valid point. But that, I I feel like if I was to play devil's advocate here, (laughs) uh, I would say uh, that I would... Mostly people don't listen to albums anymore. People listen to mm. the singles. Like look at TikTok, mm. right? Like TikTok is playing like I don't know what the it's like a 30 second video clip. Like so 30 seconds Somewhere of a like song, that, yeah. right? And and it's just like like sometimes I hear these these things being played in the background because my wife will will occasionally go on TikTok and and I will I will be like I I've heard the song like 10 times. This one, just this one part. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm like this. I'm about to throw something. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I just feel like the attention span isn't with albums anymore, but you are correct. Like, because if we grew up in an era where all this was at our fingertips and, and we kind of did, I would say we, we kind of did. Like we had like the beginning stages of this. It would be much easier. Yeah, to be right aware. at
1: Napster, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's yeah, that's true. You would have more access. Today you have more access than you did before. To like just be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this random ass B side some some person did, right? Yeah, that's true. But man, there's just so much music to go through that it's just I don't even know how you would how you'd get through all of that. And I also wonder, like you wonder if there's would like a a world so much.
0: Record. It... Is there a world record out there that has listened to the most songs in the whole oh world? Oh my god. Like and I'm and sure I mean that, like
1: that's impossible.
0: That's to impossible to figure out. Yeah, that that
1: probably is. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the... it's impossible to track. That'd be like insane. But like the only problem I have with this with sort of like a TikTok feed of music is like, you know, you're only listening to a clip of a song, but like do you remember listening the first time 2112 by rush the first oh. like minute of that song you're like this is what is this the uh, sound effects of these lasers and like spaceships and stuff like it's not a song until like 50 seconds in so like yeah. maybe you could clip it and just have like the the sphinx part but like mm-hmm. you're missing what is it 19 19 minutes or 20 minutes of 2112 <laughs> the yeah. rest of it. So it's I
0: don't know. it's funny because as I say all these things, uh, there was a pro. I would say maybe at the beginning of last year, I went through a bit of a phase on YouTube. These things started popping up on my YouTube searches. That's the only real social media thing I use, and um, it was like people like new age people, like new generation, reacting to old music right so they've like they've never heard of like <laughs> okay. queen before and they're listening to this oh song so it's kind of it was kind of neat like cuz cuz like some of these songs are so epic right like 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 queen right like or or even like rush right like 2112 overture like oh my god amazing but you're right the first everyone listening to the first is like what the hell is going on right uh but like could you imagine like listening to that, like your favorite songs for the first time again.
1: Be insane. Like Bohemian Rhapsody the first time. Yeah. You wouldn't know what's going on. It would just be like,
0: it would just be just like this ear orgasm. (laughs)
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Be insane. Like thriller for the very first time. Like that'd be like so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Think about that. Think about that.
1: This would be like amazing. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of thriller, Michael, the newly announced biopic about Michael Jackson, is currently in the works. Uh, Antoine Fuqua, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, will direct the film. His credits include Training Day and The Equalizer. Uh, The screenplay will be done done by John Logan, who wrote scripts for Gladiator and Skyfall.
0: (laughs) Wow! Really. I
1: don't know why they got these two people to do the Michael Jackson biopic.
0: I could see the first one, uh, but the second one uh, for like the actual writer, like, because this is a biopic and not an action movie, but, (laughs) um, but I mean, uh, who's, who's going to play Michael Jackson?
1: Uh, Unannounced. I think they're still writing the script, I believe. Do
0: they have like uh, somebody in mind? There's always rumors. I'm always intrigued they pair up with the artist i haven't
1: i have i have not seen it but
0: they will be doing
1: his whole life so they'll need a baby michael uh black teenage michael white teen, uh white adult michael they're gonna need multiple actors
0: yeah that i feel like this could potentially be well but they need to work like i feel like if anything they really need to work on this one like they cannot half-ass this one because if they half-ass it to be honest so many people are going to be disappointed
1: so many people but like but do you take it like do you take it like um like the queen one you sort of sanitize the history of the artist or do you actually like show the real thing sort of a little bit like rocket man where you actually saw elton john being like addicted to drugs
0: and doing all this shit I feel like, see, that's that's the thing. Like, because I know we we've, I really loved Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought Rami Malek played an unbelievable oh. Freddie Mercury. Like, he still did. to this day, I think that is the best biopic in music movie, whatever. Right. Oh. Now. Wow. Okay. Now I I enjoyed Rocket Man, but I thought it was a bit too artsy fartsy for me like i thought it was a bit too like Mm -hmm. like i was i was hoping for an actual legit biopic and and you can still concentrate on those realistic issues that that like and and i did appreciate that about rocket man i really did and Mm -hmm. i thought the actor played a really good elton john right i thought he was very well casted for it um uh i just didn't like the like you know the fantasy world (laughs) it's just like okay i want to watch like that thing (laughs) like like again like actually one of my favorites is probably ray charles with jamie Foxx. jamie Foxx played an unbelievable oh, yeah. ray charles and i thought that was perfect too uh i feel like they need to go with that route with this michael jackson pick i feel like they right. can't make it fantasy land i think i i like i yeah. think people because michael jackson is such a figure like I, I would say he's probably one of the. You could argue probably the biggest figure in music, right?
1: Yeah, he would. Yeah, for sure. So, he's so I feel like you can't fuck. <laughs> you can't fuck this up.
0: You cannot fuck this up, because all. But
1: but do you make it like? My my thing is, do you tackle all the dark shit that he, one went through and also did, or? similar to bohemian rhapsody you don't even talk of like you don't even address that freddie mercury is gay in in bohemian rhapsody or it's alluded to but you never really like it's never really on screen like you sort of yeah. hi- hide the the questionable stuff right uh even in, in ray charles they sanitized that because um what was the record label he was with originally atlantic i think it was atlantic yeah anyways the the the, the record producer or the 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 whoever the employee was Uh, ahmed whatever his last name is uh he ended up being like a child pedophile or something like that like he he's Mm -hmm. like he died he's dead now but like he he did he came off in the film like this guy who was a really hard worker that gave ray charles all these songs and then ray charles just ditched him and went to like a major and he was like he was the you know you know the good guy in the whole situation, but he wasn't a good person. Yeah. So like they sanitized parts of those, but like I, I feel like though the that Michael Jackson story.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. And, but but I feel like with the Ray Charles one, like Ahmed, he's he's not really like the star character. He's kind of like a right. like you know. But you w- end up feeling
1: bad to... for him. You do feel. I bad remember for coming him. out of that, out of that scene. I was like this is so shitty for him. And then you mm-hmm. find out his real life, like what he is. And it's just like, okay, well,
0: yeah, great. I mean, I, the, I, I feel like with Michael Jackson, like you could almost have like a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No. Like, like Please I, no. I I'm talking about maybe, maybe like uh like the crown on Netflix, like every season oh, is, is like, uh, Time in history of Queen Elizabeth's mm-hmm. life, <laughs> <laughs> but but because there's just so much that because you're right, like young Michael Jackson, Jackson Five, yeah. like that's significant, yeah. right? Like what do you that's focus huge, on? Yeah. yeah,
1: teenager Michael Jackson, plastic mm-hmm. surgery Michael Jackson, like yeah, it's crazy. Um. Cool. Anyways, we're getting we're getting close to time, so I will put a pause on the rest of the music news. There's only a few more, anyways. But we'll get into the album review, and then maybe we'll wrap it up for tonight. Seems like the internet what? is keeping up for for now. So,
0: yes, don't jinx us, Cam. Jesus. <laughs> um, for those of you who are listening or whatever, go and come to the Discord. Tell us what you think the Michael Jackson movie should focus on. We want to know your thoughts. So oh yeah
1: yeah it's a pretty there's so many angles you could take with that one um okay so let's get into the album review so the album for this week that we are going to be discussing is mona skin's uh brand new album rush so it's not mana skin i've had to look this up multiple times but it's mona skin So uh, Rush is the third studio album by Italian band Monaskin. It was released on January 20th, 2023. It is technically their first international release since their first two albums were distributed in Italy and its neighboring countries. This is their second studio album since winning the Eurovision Song Contest in 2021. Um, So Eric, thoughts on Rush by Monaskin? So
0: uh I heard Mona Skin so I have Italian in my heritage uh so I'm all for Italian culture love it uh so I first heard these guys with that I want to be your slave it came on the radio and I was like all right this is a bit of like a very repetitive song um yeah. but I I was intrigued with that song because of the singer the singer has a very unique voice right um it's almost yeah. like I don't want to like I had to I had to really word this properly because I know you're gonna come at me if I say it wrong uh he has it like almost like uh I wouldn't say range but almost like a Freddie Mercury kind of like like when he holds those long notes kind of thing yeah. but more of like a growl in his voice like like he doesn't obviously have the range as freddie mercury does but but he kind of has that yeah. same like ah, right kind of thing um mm-hmm. which i found very interesting and when i when that song came out i li- I was listening i was just in- intrigued and I was, I was like oh these guys are italian that's amazing even though the name is i think german uh mona skin i think it's an uh, actual german i think word. muslim
1: yeah, German or Norwegian, I can't remember exactly.
0: Yeah. So it's not it's not um it's not Italian, but the band is from Italy. Uh so yeah. uh what I like about them is that the band's very diverse, right? Like they all believe in their own own thing, which I think is awesome, and it's very rock and roll too because like he comes out with the makeup, mm-hmm. uh the girl bass player, I I feel like she's pretty decent. Um, She's nothing like crazy, but pretty decent. Uh, The one thing I find with this band, they're very simple, like punk rock kind of mixed Mm -hmm. with a bit more poppy songs in it. And I tend to enjoy their like songs in their native tongue. So their songs in Italian. And I really liked the two songs in Italian on this album. I think that they were the heavy hitters uh however i i actually like the more i listened to this album the more i was liking it which was interesting like they're very good at like it's nothing crazy like you're not getting like a uh like a any kind of progressive rock it's very simple like acdc style like power chords or just like one note kind of songs um But they're very. I feel like they're very good at building up their songs, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's just like starts off with like very skeleton to something big, like. And I'll use like and I and I feel like this is the weakest song, one of the weakest songs on the album. Blah blah blah, uh, number four. Oh my
1: god! Yes.
0: So, like again, I feel like, and this is just the example I'm using for build up. Like it's just very like, okay. This is this is I, I thought the song is stupid. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't like the song. But then by the end of it, it's like just like they're adding more layers to it, which is kind of interesting. Um I I dug the singles on the album. I thought uh own my mind, the opener was good, uh gossip featuring Tom Morello, which I was very surprised. <laughs> Uh, yep. I thought that wasn't bad, but but I like I really loved La Fine and uh, Il Dono della Vita, like those are my favorite songs mm-hmm. on the album. Um, uh, Mama Mia was good, but but they're very like poppy rock punk, like if that makes any mm-hmm. sense, like you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I'm like to the point of um, the songs in their native tongue are just far more superior than when it's uh, an English song. Like those those two songs, track 13 and 14, oh my god, they're so much better than the rest of the album in my opinion. <laughs> like I get they want to break into the international markets. Uh, and I had to look back at like albums one and two, like their their studio albums and majority of it is in Italian. their first two albums. They yeah. do have some oh, English yeah. songs, but the majority is in Italian um but yeah for this album specifically like the two italian songs are just like so much better than everything else i think and blah 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 there is a meme song called the mustache song it's literally the same song like when i heard this song i was like this is a meme song that you just copied and it's like that really annoyed me so like there there's definitely parts of this album where i'm like this did not work at all. Like I don't know why yeah. you decided to do this, but, um, but yes, very rock and rolly, definitely punk elements, but very pop. Um, and um, I was <laughs> there's a few songs on this album. Uh, towards the end, <laughs> I think it's like Supermodel and and some of them. I was I, I was sniffing around and it's like smells smells like meatballs. It sort of seems like Italian meatballs, but if you look closely, they're Swedish meatballs. And when I looked it up, Max Martin was the producer on the last set of songs on this album. And I was like, "God was. Damn it, this man shows up, shows up freaking everywhere." Um, mm-hmm. So that sort of annoyed me also.
0: But because um, I think I think before this album was recorded, "Mamma Mia" and "Supermodel" were recorded way before this album was even yeah. thought of. So yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, those were
1: Max hmm. Martin Productions, um, which kudos to him. He knows how to, like, produce a song, but, man, is it annoying. Um, and then the, the Tom Morello feature on uh, Gossip, the guitar solo is very Tom Morello. There's nothing new. like Yeah. Once you hear one Tom Morello guitar solo, it's like the same thing. He just uses his whammy pedal the whole time. But I found like, I actually some, like, thought I when I
0: when I heard that guitar solo, I was like, "Huh, this sounds like something like out of like Rage or like Audio yeah, Slave." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up I was like, "Oh shit, it's Tom Morello." <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but I found like they sort of used a lot more whammy pedal for other songs too i was like oh is that tom morello in the background but like the tone wasn't right so like i think they took a lot of cues from gossip and that solo and like tried to incorporate it into other songs which was like that's pretty cool um to be honest i don't think this album is something i'm going to listen to again i didn't i didn't really gravitate towards it but i still think it's a pretty good album yeah if
0: that makes sense it's 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 i i i agree with you it's like when you first I, when i first listened to this i was like this is pretty basic like uh and then when yeah. i listened to it like the more i listened to it i, I was like i kind of like it a little bit more each time and i don't know what it is <laughs> like i don't know if it's that like just the very like 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 it's a weird like like kind of flamboyant style punk rock kind of like mm-hmm. it's it's interesting it's very interesting um but yeah. again i i really like if you really want to listen to this band listen to their first albums because in their date of tongue it's awesome um yeah like i i mean for those of you who actually want a translation of song 13 and 14 la fine which is the final uh, and Il dono della vita, which is the gift of life. So there you go. Well,
1: oh, that's a really good title.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a really good title. Unlike uh number nine, Cool Kids. That's a terrible title. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There is some song like blah blah blah. I felt cool kids was a weak song on the album. Um I I kind of like I want to dislike Mamma Mia. Just because it's like almost like an ABBA reference. <laughs> but the song is okay. It's, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it, but I want to hate it because of ABBA. That's the only reason. Um, all right.
1: Final thoughts rating. What are you going to give it?
0: Uh, again, um, I probably wouldn't recommend this album. Excuse me to anybody. But uh, I would recommend their other albums. So the rating I'm going to give this is a uh, six point five out of ten. Six point five out of ten. Six point
1: five. Okay.
0: And you yeah. know, to and, be honest, and just to let forget. you know that this band is freaking huge in Italy, <laughs> like huge. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Apparently, they've already sold 40 million copies of, like, Mm. not this specific album, but just, like, over their three studio albums, and maybe there's a live album thrown in there. They've sold 40 million. Wow. That's what you get for winning Eurovision, to be honest, because Eurovision, that's huge money.
0: That is huge money. Yeah. But he does have a Um, good voice, though. Like you have to you can't deny it. Like it's yeah. very unique and very like almost mesmerizing. So Yep. Um for me,
1: so six point five A. Eh? Um I'm actually gonna give it higher. I'm probably gonna give it a seven point five out of ten for this oh, one. Wow. Although on my enjoyability uh scale it's probably much lower. It's definitely not something I'm gonna come <laughs> back to or like <laughs> I really like when listening to it. I was not like, okay, this is, this is mind blowing or like there's Mm -hmm. something about it, but as an overall album, it was like pretty good. Oh, I should have mentioned, you know, the slow songs on this album, they were ill placed. It would go from like this hard Mm -hmm. rock type of song and then suddenly just like stop and go into this like slow ballad. I thought that was messed up, but um, yeah, I think album as a whole it's not bad. So I would, if you're just getting into rock now, it's not a bad place to start. I would say.
0: Oh man. Like, like if you don't mind listening to songs in other languages, I would listen to their first two albums because they're a lot heavier. It's like, it's more heavier rock than it is. Yeah. Like I, I think like it would be almost up your alley. Right okay okay
1: maybe maybe i'll check it out then all right wonderful so that's our review of rush by mona skin uh for those of you following along with us every week um actually we're gonna do a little bit announcement after this but the album that we are going to be listening to and reviewing uh for the next episode will be shania twain's queen of me when it does come out um, and as a follow up to that, we are taking a slight hiatus for I think it's about two weeks or so. Uh, but we will announce yes. on Discord when the next scheduled episode will be. But it's roughly a two week hiatus. I believe as,
0: uh... I believe it will be on the twentieth.
1: I have it up here,
0: twentieth of February.
1: Okay. So, okay, there you go. Twentieth of February will be the next episode, because uh, I will be busy for a week and then Eric will be busy for another week. So. We'll, we'll be taking a short hiatus, um, but that gives us time to uh, listen to Shania Twain's brand new album after who knows how long she's done an album.
0: This is going to be very, like, I feel like this is going to be a roller coaster ride. I feel like I'm going to have a lot to say about <laughs> this. So <laughs> we'll see. Oh. Hopefully,
1: it's not too bad. That's my only concern with that one. Um, but that's it. Um, Eric, I think we will save the thief for next time because we are quite a bit over time today. Um Absolutely, but, buddy. Um, but uh that's that's basically a show. We're here at twitch.tv slash the crossroads music podcast every uh Monday. Are we moving to a Wednesday schedule or are we
0: all right, uh well mondays. actually because of this hiatus break uh we're skipping the wednesday schedule so oh. we will be back, okay, so on, back on, on monday mondays.
1: So, all right yes. mondays at uh 10 p.m et 7 p.m pt uh listen to us on spotify apple podcast i always call it apple music but it's apple podcast uh join yeah. the discord tell us uh what the michael documentary should focus on what part what aspects yeah. of his life
0: um yeah, and what you don't know, like about us, we don't know. what you like about us, <laughs> tell us whatever. So come come yeah. chat with us. What we have you nothing want. else to do with our lives. <laughs>
1: so Yeah, exactly. All right, perfect. So uh, that's it for the show. We'll catch you all next time. Bye.